God, the longing. God, the longing. God, the longing of love. The longing for love all across the city. The broken hearts all across the city longing for the love of Abba. The longing from the young and the old in every segment of the city. Longing for the love of Jesus. The testimony of Jesus to be made real and and known in their hearts. God, would you release it? We do not care how you release it. But there is a longing in the heart of every person in this city for the love of our Father. Would you release it? Would you give us a city on fire? Would you give us a city on fire that burns with the love of Abba Father for children who are lost and looking and they don't know it's you. They don't know it's you. But oh, it's you, Father. It's you, Lord Jesus. Spirit break out. Spirit break out. Tear our walls down. That the love of God would roll like justice across the city. That wrong things would be made right in the name of Jesus. In the name and the way of Jesus, wrong things would be made right. And that Jesus alone would get to the glory. God, I'm praying for the north of Kansas City to be on fire. across every region of the city. God, you would burst a groaning and an aching for the love of God, for Jesus to be exalted to the highest place in every home, in every dark corner, in every church that has grown cold, in every church that groans for something more. In every church that says there's got to be more than this. Jesus be exalted in every place. Let the freshness of the love of God, let the release of the word of God break through walls. We ask, Father, for a city on fire. A city on fire.
I don't know if you saw this, but uh, National Geographic released an article, the top 25 cities to visit in 2019 in the world. And there were two in America, and Kansas City is one of them. And the description is, why go to Kansas City now? And it says, revel in revival. That's what National Geographic announced over Kansas City. Why go to Kansas City now? Revel in revival. Said most visitors to this Midwest city come for the barbecue and all the jazz, but soon will find themselves caught up in an urban renaissance. So, <laughs> I found it, and then Alec gave it to me. Uh, I, I, I just, I, I asked Doug to pray. I didn't know what was going on in Doug, but Doug's been a father in the city, and like many in the room, have labored in love and in prayer and in longing for decades, like decades, you know? And we who are predominantly young get to catch the jet stream that others have paved before us, like through tears and real travail, like you heard from Doug. And that's a humbling thing, as Chris's shirt points out, a humble beast, Chris Bohatz. Uh, and uh, man, friends, uh, oh, well, there's more going down. So I, I, I just wanted to, to say that as a posture from the younger to the older, how grateful I am for men and women like Doug and Julie and others who have prayed. And to now, you know, be in a city that is uh, National Geographic, uh, unknowingly prophesying what we believe and what we've heard ourselves, that it's time to revel in revival. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You got two papas, Tim Gustafson, and Doug just hugging and crying because uh, this is just a, a little taste, a little moment of something they've wanted, they've dreamed about, they've believed for, they've given themselves to. It is sacred and it is not to be taken lightly. Amazing that uh, Cutter wrote this song last night, right? Last night. Thank you, Lord. You got a prayer, Julia? Okay. It's a bit of a response, maybe, to this moment. If we open up our hearts, I'm going to read out of Isaiah 6. Um, and then I'm going to do something. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim, each one had six wings, with two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew, and one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts, the whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke, so I said, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips. 
and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal, which he had taken with the tongs from the altar, and he touched my mouth with it. And he said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away, and your sin purged. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And then I said, Here I am. Here I am, send me. God, in this place, we invite you to touch the coal. You've touched the coal to our mouths. And we respond to you and we say, here we are. Send us, God. So let the fire come. And I'm not going to say anything else, but I'm going to go up here and I'm going to dance as a symbol of somebody in liminal space because I'm carrying a baby and I don't feel it in my body. But I feel like the Lord asking me to do it. So that's going to be the prayer. And I just feel like the Lord's fire wants to come. He wants to send us. He wants to touch us right now.
Are we ready for some fire? You know, there's three kinds of wood. Dry wood, wet wood, green wood. Green wood burns really hot when it gets ignited. Dry wood burns real quick. Wet wood takes a little while. There's three ways to start a fire. Heat, friction, and I'll save the last for a minute. Are we waiting on the heat of the Lord to ignite? Or are we waiting for friction, enough pressure to make us move? Or will be like the third one, spontaneous combustion. Because I saw fire angels come in and they said, will you burn? And then will you burn your house? And will you burn your neighbor's house? And will you burn your community's house and your neighborhood and your region and your city? and your county and your state because it's going to go from house to house but you know what there's not going to be a spread of fire if you're not burning so i'm going to pray and if you're wet or dry or green find someone who's burning and get a hold of them and after you get lit find someone who's not burning and you hold on to them and you love them until they ignite it's not gonna work another way there has to be that human touch element that releases love So I'm going to pray for fire to come. Now remember, His fire does not consume anything except for wood, hay, and stubble. And what He leaves beyond is what you've always desired. The precious jewel that's locked inside you. The precious metals that are inside you that are worth something. They have value. The fire unlocks the value of who you were created to be. And without it, you'll be unseen. You'll be unknown. But if you'll let the fire burn and reveal what's inside you, then all will know and all will see that God has something greater inside them and they'll embrace your fire. They'll embrace your love and they will burn like you and they will be an example of you and they will be commissioned by you because you're burning for them and then they'll burn for others and others and others and others it's what you signed up for. So, Father, I thank you right now that all over the room, 
may it take heat of your presence friction tension or spontaneous combustion we release your fire in this room have your way for real for real no more of this fakeness once you get in the fire you can't choose to get out you can't choose to water it down you have to let it have its way for real so father we thank you that you call the people to burn for you So Chris and I, we had an actual fire in our house due to spontaneous combustion. This was right after we just moved into the neighborhood. We moved there because we really felt like the Lord was leading us. And the Lord was gracious in it all, but it was a painful process. And so when fire comes, I just want to prepare our hearts. You're going to lose it all. You're going to be brought to your knees. The Lord is just showing me that when it, that's the place where we need to be for Him to bring the fire. We need to get out of the way. We need to be stripped away of whatever gets in the way of His work. And so we, it's in the place of letting go that He can come and He can touch our neighbors and our streets and He can bring connections that we never would have brought ourselves. Come, God, in this place of letting go, of surrendering, will you take over, God? Will you take over? As the Lord's um, continuing to move on our hearts, I just felt like there was a key in anyone that's feeling like I want to burn for the city i want to go out there but i'm here and i'm not sure how to move from where i'm at to what i see i want to go through and when julie read that isaiah passage what stuck out to me was that moment when he says i'm a man of unclean lips and then here i am lord send me and i feel like there's something around um, as we listen to him right now letting him put his finger on that thing that you need to open up and we need to say, yes, Lord, I want to let go of this stuff, whatever he's putting his finger on, let go of that repent. And it's the sweetness of repentance over and over. We get to repent. It's not a one-time thing. We get to live these lives of repentance. Every time he points his finger at something, we say, take it, Lord, you can burn that and allow me to be set on fire to burn for you. And so I just wanted to share that if you're wondering, how do I, how do I step into this? To hear where the Lord is putting his finger on something that you might not have been willing to let go and say yes to him, repent from it, and allow his spirit to come and consume it and give you the thing that he wants to give you in return, which is that beautiful pearl, that beautiful jewel that he's meant for you to be. And that's the gift that we get to give to the world. If, it, if he burns up your anxiety and gives you peace, you get to bless the city in peace. 
if he takes your fear and gives you confidence, you get to move into your neighborhood in a place of confidence and burn in that place of testimony to say, I'm confident of the Lord. Let me share my confidence with you. So this journey is not it's not a, like an ascent to something. It is within us and it is very tied to your very personhood. It's very, very personal. So get personal with the Lord. Hear what he's doing. And as we keep singing, I just want to encourage us to repent and then receive that fire. And that will be a blessing to the city. Adam just wanted me to share um, something that I received in prayer on the first day of our corporate fast and prayer together. And the Lord was speaking to me about revival. And he said that sustainable revival won't come when his people drop everything in their life to run after heaven. It will come when we honor humanity the way that Jesus did. When we fully bring the kingdom of God into our relationships, into our work, into our neighborhoods, into our personality, into our sense of humor, into our story, that that is what sustainable revival is. It's a new humanity, Adam said. Yeah. All right, let's wait and respond. We've heard a, a couple of exhortations, uh, from Pam and from Laura, let's wait and respond. Uh, nobody else come up uh, right now. Let's just give a few minutes to respond. Just grab hold of any of those pieces that you've heard and respond to Jesus.
and before Julie Prestige uh, read that Isaiah 6 we had sensed that the theme over Sunday morning was commission she wouldn't have known that uh, which was awesome so I think our next iteration here is a response of commission the Holy Spirit has set some of you apart in a moment where you need to be freshly commissioned into a new work a new place a new neighborhood a new field a new gifting but uh, we want to just take the next chunk of time and let the Holy Spirit bring the anointing of commissioning uh, through the laying on of hands all throughout the room. So already people are picking up on Thomas praying over here on Eric Hunt, who's probably getting a fresh commission, which is awesome. So uh, we are the body of believers. We are the priests of all believers, right? So we get to participate in these moments. If you are aware that you are in a moment of commissioning, you can with humble confidence just acknowledge that you're aware as you hear that word commissioning there is a resonance in your spirit you're like that's it if that's you would you raise your hand you know you're being commissioned awesome all right those who are being commissioned would you stand uh, and keep a hand up until we can get hands around you <clears throat> we're gonna i'm gonna give it over to the band to sing over what what's happening <laughs> and so uh but make sure friends look around the room make sure people get a hand laid on their back and now we're going to welcome the spirit of prophecy who knows the hearts and thoughts of men and women to bring revelation that you would prophesy with revelation and with authority and confidence into these precious sons and daughters who are being commissioned by god you are being commissioned by God under his authority, under his good pleasure for your life. And now we ask you to speak to us for our friends, to seal and send in this moment of commission, just as you did Isaiah, placing the coal upon his lips. Would you do that now for our friends who are being commissioned in Jesus' name? Someone coming up to me with a word for those that feel like they're on the margins, like you're watching things happen, and you're like, well, that's great, but that's not really happening for me. If you feel like you're on the margins, believe the Father is saying to you, He's not looking for your strength right now, He's just looking for your willingness. Even if it's a weak yes, it's a sufficient yes. But anybody who feels like they're on the margins, just close your eyes and hear the Father say, Son, daughter, I see your yes. He's just looking for your willingness in this moment. You are fully included. You are not excluded from this moment or from anything that Jesus is doing in this family and in this city.
Yeah, as we uh, continue to pray for those that are having a moment of commissioning, which is awesome, I'd love us to join together and sing this song that Cutter's been leading us in. I, I feel we're to transition. Um, Adam's been carrying a word for some time, and I, I feel like we need to do that now. There was a bunch of you that were getting prophetic pings and even Mary and Danielle that I, I had felt we were to include those words. I just don't know where it fits right now. So hold it and let's see what happens here. But let's, um, let's sing this in response to the Isaiah 6 word and this commissioning all together. Let's sing out and then uh, we're going to move in here more. <laughs> Amen. me mm-hmm. 
set free in this place as well as being sent. Our sending is freedom. Holy Spirit, would you come in freedom now? This commissioning is not for burden, but for life. Here we are, set us free, Lord. In our sending, set us free. In our homes, set us free. In our neighborhoods, in our workplaces, in our schools, set us free. Find our lives hidden in the places you've already placed us. Find your life in us, hidden in the places you've placed us. In our homes, with our neighbors. Set us free in those places. No longer lock us up in our commissioning, Lord, but free us. It's a co-mission with you. We are with you. You are with us. That's the promise. You will be with us till the end. So in our assignments and in our place, we receive your freedom in your life. In this place, I'm set free. We are set free. Be free, friends. Jesus, that you are here with us this morning. We welcome you, more of who you are, aspects of you we've never seen, parts of ourselves we've never seen. Would you continue to show us yourself and who we are in light of that? I just open our hearts now to receive what you've deposited in Adam. We receive from him his voice. In Jesus' name. 